But what we've learned lately that's really interesting is how powerful and subtle these cues and rewards can be. There was a woman named Wendy Wood at Duke University who followed people around for about a year. And what she discovered was that about 40 to 45% of what we do every day is a habit. We might think of it as a decision, but it's actually just an automatic behavior. And in each instance, that habit has not only a cue, but a reward, something your brain enjoys or finds rewarding that's causing that behavior to become automatic. Okay, well, let's talk about how we might develop good habits and get rid of bad habits. Um, Let's say we feel like we're kind of out of shape. We want to start running, but, you know, it's hard to do that. It's hard to get up the moxie to incorporate that into our regular routine. (laughs) How, How do you go about establishing the habit of running? So I'm really glad you divided this into two categories because there's the creating a new habit and changing an old habit. And they're a little bit different. So let's talk about creating a new habit, an exercise habit. One of the things that studies have found is that if you give yourself a small reward when you go and do that exercise routine, you're much more likely to do it again. Now, that reward can be, for instance, like a small piece of chocolate or a nice long shower, drinking a smoothie, anything, anything that you actually enjoy. If you give it to yourself right away, then it's much more likely that that exercise routine will become a habit. In other words, immediately after you come back from your run, you you eat some chocolate. Absolutely, right? (laughs) And most of us, like, wait, like, 20 minutes to pretend like the running and the chocolate aren't actually related. But, But if you help your brain learn that they are related, then that actually is a great thing. That makes it more likely you're going to start exercising and that you'll start exercising without the need for that chocolate. Well, you also write about sort of one cue you might try is you just put on your running shoes. That's exactly right. You, you put your running shoes next to your bed where you see them first thing, right? Or you lay out your running clothes. And within psychology, these are known as implementation intentions. And there's this idea that willpower is kind of like a muscle. It's hard to exert, particularly hard to start. But if you have something that makes it automatic, like, for instance, you see your running shoes, or you just tell yourself, tomorrow morning, I'm going to put on my running clothes, and then I'm not even going to go for a run. I'm just going to take them off and get dressed for work. Studies show that if you do this, if you have this implementation intention, once you take that first step, it's much easier to start the routine. And so people who tell themselves, okay, put on your running clothes, you know, just walk around the block, they actually end up going for a jog because once you're in your running clothes and you're going down the stairs, you might as well just go for a jog, right? It's so easy. You're already out there. Okay, well, let's talk about a different kind of habit, a habit that we want to break. Let's say that we... We like that alcoholic drink at the end of a long day, and you know we're, we're okay with you know maybe one glass of wine, but it very easily slips into three glasses of wine. You know what can we do to sort of break the overdrinking? And, and I will say I'm a, I'm a big fan of the one glass of wine. After, I have two children, so <laughs> the one glass of wine is pretty important. You, you kind of need that one glass, right? <laughs> well, so here's the big insight I think about changing habits, which is once you have a habit. Once you've established neural pathways associated with a cue, routine, and reward, it's almost impossible to extinguish those. And we know this from study after study. So instead of thinking of breaking a habit or extinguishing a habit, what you need to think in terms of is changing a bad habit. And what that means is that you need to recognize the cue and the reward and find a new behavior, a new routine that kind of corresponds to that old cue and deliver something similar to that old reward. So let's take having the glass of wine, right? 
So what often happens is that when I come home from work, the cue is that I'm kind of exhausted and I walk through the door and I think to myself, you know, a glass of wine would be great right now. And so that's my cue. I walk in through the door and the cue, is, the routine is that I go over, I pour myself a glass of wine. And the reward is that I sort of have this like physical relaxation almost immediately. So then the question becomes, okay, so if the routine is that that's three glasses of wine instead of one glass of wine, what reward are those second two glasses of wine providing to me? And what I would guess, and, and based on some experience, is that the reward is that it just feels kind of indulgent and luxurious, right? I, I'm at, I'm home. If I have two glasses of wine, I can't do any more work that night. And so this is a way of giving myself permission, telling myself, okay, now you can relax. You, you're, you're done for the day. Right. So the question is, can I find another behavior that gives me that same reward but doesn't involve a second or a third glass of wine? And the answer is, of course I can, right? It, sometimes it's just as simple as saying, like, I'm going to put my computer away, and I'm not going to take it out for the rest of the night. That gives me the same reward. What you're saying is that you create a new habit, a better habit. That's exactly right.